and welcome to Spark People Radio, sparking millions of people to live healthier and happier lives. I'm Lily Hill. And I'm Karen Hudson. And we are your cheerleaders slash wing girls on your journey to your healthiest weight and happiest selves because all you need is one person believing in you and supporting you to make this journey easier. And you got two of us here. And of course you want as much support, encouragement, and appreciation as possible on this journey. Amen, we all sister. do. Mm-hmm. And speaking of appreciation, we want to shout out to the mothers out there who are listening. Here for the mamas. In recognition of Mother's Day, which is a couple weeks ago. Sorry we're late, ladies, yeah. but it's never too late to say thank you for the pivotal work you do in raising the children of the world. Absolutely. It's the most important job of all. I can't imagine a more important job. And I think sometimes as mothers, we're giving so much that we forget to honor and give to ourselves. It's true. We forget to feed ourselves well and take good care of us ourselves and get ample sleep. We're so concerned about the well-being of others. Sometimes, and not always, but I've been guilty of it, I have forgotten to take care of myself. Yeah, you need to be reminded. And I want to yeah, shout out you need to a you, wing girl. You need a like wing girl. Like I got. <laughs> and I want to shout out to you, sister, because you Thank are an extraordinary you. mother. Thank you, Lil. And I see all the love and attention you put into your children. And it oh. certainly has paid off because they're extraordinary kids. Love my so. babies. <laughs> I do love my babies. I love that. As all the mamas out there do. Yes. And I have. I've, I've focused on their well-being. And there were times, though, when they were little, I fell into that trap of not eating as well as I could have. I was a little less aware of nutrition even back then when the kids were little. Easy to do. As many of us moms do, we love the feeling and the reality of our kids eating. So if they're if they're eating, whether it's... It's, it's mac and cheese or chicken fingers. As long as they're consuming nutrients, sometimes that's like, oh, good, they're eating. Okay, fantastic. Anything down their gullet, Anything down their you're gullet, happy with. Which is what I felt prey to. And then I would sort of slip into kind of eating that food myself because I was making it and it was accessible. And I took a macaroni ride every now and then. I can admit to that. No judgment here, sister. Motherhood, I think, is the ch most challenging job in the world. I think you're the right. The most rewarding and the most challenging. Yeah. So the mothers out there that are listening in, don't judge yourselves no, for anything you've done in the past. It's true. You know, if we've never done it before. It's a new thing until you become a mother. There should be a school, don't you think? Definitely. School of mothering, school of learning how to love ourselves, because it is tricky business. We all know we should take care of ourselves and honor and respect ourselves. But that is easier said than done. It is. It's almost as though you need to make your, a commitment and an intention to eat well and have your family eat well because there's all these distractions. I mean, take a birthday party. A typical birthday party has ice cream. It's got cake. Yeah, malicious. It's got sodas. Talking my language. It's got a little bag of goodies. I mean, I was psyched. I was on the, the, the birthday party circuit for years. That's hilarious. Yeah, eating that stuff along with my kids because that's what was available. And... And uh, I, I would do it differently now. Yeah, I would do it differently. You but it takes a strong intention, the will to deny those delicious treats. That's exactly right. And there are so many ways that it shows up in our space. And, and it's harder to resist when it's right there in front of oh, you, yeah. which is why I always suggest keeping the foods that are your trigger foods, keep them out of the house until you manage to get to the point where they no longer push your buttons to the point where you binge on them or eat yeah. more than you're truly hungry for. Don't even buy them. Don't even buy them. Yeah, I used to buy the big tubs of cookies just because I was in the habit of having, oh, yeah, I always had cookies in the house. That's why I like to come to your house. I know. You loved the cookie bin. I did. And I had to just go cold turkey and stop buying 
any cookies, and I stopped buying actually any sweets for the house. And the sugary drinks. The sugary Out. drinks. Oh, yeah. my son with his soda. Well, you you remember Huey, our my son. He would get a hold of a liter of soda. You know, it would somehow be delivered with the pizza that came, and I wouldn't even know it. And we'd look in the fridge, and it would be com- almost completely gone. It made me heart sick. I my know. heart would drop when I saw it. It's literally <laughs> like oh, liquid candy. All that sugar. Well, you were sort of hooked on. Well, it was more diet soda that you drank for a while. Uh, well, I drank real soda too. And what's funny about drinking sodas is that we tend to underestimate or forget what we've consumed. We don't consider it food, but mm. it's calories in. And a big study that was published in the Journal of Nutrition explains that researchers have a difficult time really pinning people down on how much they're drinking. So what they've come to to do now is they take a strand of their hair, uh-huh. and in the hair they can determine how much how much sugar you've consumed, how much of that sugary drink. Isn't that wild? From a strand of your wow. hair. Bizarre wow. and fascinating. So watch your sugar consumption like a hawk, friends. Watch it like a hawk because it's so much easier to eat beyond your natural hungers when you're taking that particular drug in, which is a fun one in moderation. Have the good sugars in the house. Fruit. Good call. Nuts. Good call. So next up, there's a lovely lady who has some advice for all of us, our listeners, advice that allowed her to lose over 100 pounds and keep it off. You don't want to miss this. You're listening to Spark People Radio, 14 million Sparksters teaming up to get into the best shape of their lives, one day and one meal at a time. Ever driven away from your house and wondered if you left the garage door open? Well, thanks to the new Craftsman AssureLink garage door open, you no longer have to wonder because AssureLink has technology that lets you monitor, open, and close your garage door right from your smartphone. For the first time, experience the convenience and unprecedented remote access to your garage wherever you have internet access. And Craftsman continues to deliver top-of-the-line performance with its soft stop-start DC premium motor that ensures quiet operation. And with diehard battery backup, you won't have to be without power even if the rest of your house is. Craftsman. Trust in your hands. Available at Sears. You're listening to Spark People Radio, inspirational, educational, and motivational radio, guaranteed to spark your day and your life. I'm Lily Hill. And I'm Karen Hudson. And we are incredibly happy to have with us today a dynamite diva of a lady that has managed to drop 100 pounds and is now sharing her weight release secrets with us. Welcome to the show, Brittany Wheeler. Thank you. (laughs) Brittany, we're so excited to have you, and we'd love for you to tell us a little bit about your journey. When did you first make that commitment to getting healthier and happier? Um, Basically, it started about two years ago. Um, I was 24, so I'm pretty young, but um, I was uh, about to be put on cholesterol medication um, and I have a family history of heart disease, obesity, the whole nine yards. Um, and the fat levels in my liver were at 336, which is, is, is crazy stellar high. Um, and that it would have required me eventually to have a liver transplant. Oh, wow. Um, and for someone so young, my doctor was pretty appalled at that, um, that it had gotten that far. Um, so that, really is what kind of scared me straight a bit um, into really rethinking weight loss um, because I've always been on diets like so many people. I mean, I was on diets as a kid. My aunt put me on diets every summer as a kid. Um, So I've been on just about everything. Um, And nothing really stayed. Nothing really worked because I had no idea of what portion control was or 
counting calories or, or anything like that. I had no idea what that was. I just ate whatever tasted good and too much of it. So um, it was a total uh, transformation for me, uh, lifestyle-wise, especially because, you know, we had to throw everything out in the house that just wasn't healthy, you know, processed foods and all that stuff. So um, basically... After I started losing the weight, I uh, my original goal was just to lose 85 because uh, I didn't think I'd get any better than that. I didn't get, I didn't think I, you know, could achieve anything bigger than that. That was always for people on TV. You know, I, I lost 120 pounds. I lost 100 pounds. So Check I just you didn't out. think it was possible. Wow. <laughs> I just didn't think it was possible. So I was like, well, I'll just do 85 and then kind of go from there. And once I hit 200, I hit my goal, I, I just kept going and wanted to see how far I could get. And I finally got to 100, and I just couldn't believe it. And I was actually oh. one of those people. And later when I found out um, from my doctor, she checked on my liver again, and I went from 336 um, for the levels of fat in my liver to 22, which is Wow, to 22. Yeah, I just saved my own life, basically. That's staggering. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's beautifully yeah. said, Brittany. You saved oh, your no. own life. Yeah, that, yeah, definitely. That is something to be extraordinarily proud of. Yeah, I really am. It's it's it's, it's something that I'm, I'm still, it's been two years. Um, I, I lost it, uh, the, the majority of it, last year. And um, I'm trying to get back into my maintenance range. And maintenance is a whole different beast entirely. Oh, yeah. um, so I'm learning more about that and everything. But it, it still surprises me. Things that old pictures that I look at, I, and I thought that was a skinny day for me, you know, that kind of thing. And I, I, I just, it's still one of those things that's just like, ah, wow, I can't, I can't believe that, that that used to be me, that person used to be me. That feels, that feels so good, doesn't it? To, yeah, to look at those pictures. And I was looking at your uh, Spark page and you had postings of your earlier weights and sort of a, a, a sequence in, yeah. on there as to where you are now. And it's impressive. You were, you oh, were beautiful you. all the way along. And oh, yet to see you. how and what you've done. And, and I love how your affirmations are on your page, just bold as can be. I will get better. I will yes. succeed. You put yes. to, you put forth such a positive affirmation that it's clear that that's what you've been following. There is no doubt in your mind that you're going to do this. In part, you thought your way thin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, it was a work in progress, you know, because I certainly didn't think that at first. I just, I didn't think I was capable of, of it, to be honest. Um, so I, I just kind of, I just went for it. You know, what did I have to lose? You know, I, I had actually everything, but you know, I, I just, I felt like, I felt like, why not? Why not care about myself? Why not take myself seriously? Not, you know, to, to live, I, to live a good life, you know? So. That's so fantastic. It's, it's all yeah. about honoring ourselves and really appreciating who we are, loving ourselves, which there's not yeah, a lot absolutely. to talk about. Mm -hmm. And we want to hear more about your journey, Brittany. So hang with us. Hearing about your journey, is going to make all of ours easier. So hang tight, sister. You're listening to Spark People Radio with more than 15 million members in over 100 countries. We're spreading the positive spark across the globe. Thanks to you. This piece of road intelligence is brought to you by the highly intelligent Audi A6 with night vision assistant. 80% of drivers multitask. Take the guy next to you who's paying more attention to the lettuce between his teeth than the road. 
Audi, truth in engineering. Night vision assistance available feature. Do not drive while distracted. Alan Taylor here from The Drive. The Audi A6 is equipped to help you navigate practically anything you may encounter on the road. With features like the available Audi Quattro all-wheel drive and Audi Drive Select, which allows you to adjust the car's handling and responsiveness. Visit your local Audi dealer to learn more. You're listening to Spark People Radio, a show designed to remind you that you have everything it takes to get into the best shape of your life. And it all starts with believing in yourself. I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And we're here with our Spark sister, Brittany Wheeler, who's a <laughs> perfect example of what I just spoke of, believing in yourself. Brittany believed in herself. She took that deep dive into developing a healthier relationship with her body and herself, and it led her to over 100 pounds in weight loss. So Incredible. again, Brittany, so psyched to have you on the show, an impressive feat, sister. <laughs> Thank you. So Brittany, we want to ask you, first of all, what is it that you found most difficult about this journey? What was the hardest part for you? Toughest part. And the toughest part for me, even still, after after losing all the weight, is still the emotional eating aspect of it, uh-huh. um, because I've always been taught, even as a kid, that food equals love. That's just something that, that's in our culture as an African-American. And so I have a very interesting relationship with food that I really tried so hard to work on, um, that eating is... It's supposed to be enjoyable to a certain extent, but not. it's not supposed to cover feelings. It's not supposed to, um, you know, cover up what you would really like to say to somebody or, or, you know, whatever the case may be. So that actually, for me, has been the hardest part of it is the psychological aspect of it, um, I would think. Do you, have, do you have any particular tips that, will, that would help our listeners to transcend that urge to eat when they're not hungry? Absolutely. Um, what really, I what, what I really enjoy about Spark People is um, the blogs. I love reading everyone's blogs. I will go to someone that's been on Spark for, for a few years to someone that's been on Spark for a couple weeks, and I will read their blogs. And that's I do a blog as well, and I also journal. And um, I've also, you know, started going to a therapist just to kind of get um, that underlying whatever. Uh, issues you might have. I, I'm a big advocate for therapy. Um, I think it's, it's really helpful and I think it's, it's a really good tool to use. Um, and there's such a stigma around it, but to me, I, it's, it's godsend, you know? It, it's, it, the it, health, it's the healthiest thing you can do for yourself. Absolutely. Because you're getting you know, at the so, root of the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I say, you know, if it takes a blog or a journal or just to get your feelings out Beautiful. instead of going to the food to cover them up, feel them. That, that's been my biggest thing is to let myself, give myself permission to feel them and that it's okay if I want to be angry. It's okay if I want to cry. It's okay if I feel whatever it is I'm feeling, but I can't go to the food for that because the food does nothing. That's food exactly not right. up. Yeah. Yeah. One of the tips that, that I offer to some of the ladies that I work with is I have them put a sign on their refrigerator or in their cupboard that basically says, what is it that I'm truly hungry for? Absolutely. And, and having that moment of hesitation before reaching for food 
Even breathing three times, I suggest breathe three times before putting anything in your mouth, even when you're hungry, because it's yes. that delay button, that pause button that allows you yes. to make the choice that to, to eat in alignment with your body rather than the mind, because we both know the mind is hungry much oh, yeah. more than the body. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, that's a great tape tip, actually. I want to use that. You <laughs> use it to shake it. We got to share our information with everybody. Because I know on, on your program, you listed that you do what you call intuitive eating. Yes. What does that mean to you? Um, to me, it means just checking in with your body. Are you really hungry or, or are you really angry? Are you really sad because yourself said this? Are you upset because your boss wouldn't give you the promotion or, or whatever the case mm. may be? And it's really paying attention to what your body really wants. Nine times out of ten, it really isn't hunger. It's really the emotional aspect of it that you want to kind of cover up and feed. So I try to, if I'm if I'm really, if I feel like I'm really hungry, I really try to, to pay attention to my body and see what it is that I'm exactly like I'm really hungry for. You know, yeah. just to kind of pay attention. And, and it sounds—it sounds like too, yeah, that you are—you distract yourself with some healthy activities. Oh yeah, I try. I I, I love it. I, I see that you're into Edwardian era dancing. Yes. And, now um, you have that's got, unique. That is so unique. You've got I to love share that. with us about that, Edwardian. <laughs> I wish era you were dancing. here. We'd have you do it for us. I want us. you to show us <laughs> what you mean by that. <laughs> um, basically, I I love everything vintage. So I uh-huh, love me um, too. Eras, uh, the Edwardian era, Georgian, Victorian—I love all that, and I am Such really Such a mild, gentle time. And dancing, yeah. And um, also, I do—I'm a musical theater actor as well, so I'm always in rehearsal. So um, right. that I'm actually in two rehearsals, uh, two shows right now, um, at the same time. And, and you're a, you're a singer and a dancer, is that right, Brittany? I'm a singer and an actor. I and move well. Uh huh. <laughs> Probably better and better as you're as you're getting stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. I, this, my stamina is so much better. I remember, you know, just two years ago when I was in the show and I really decided to lose weight, I could barely make it through the show without being extremely winded. And now, I mean, I can go two or three hours in a show and, and be just fine. It, I believe it. Awesome. <laughs> I believe it. I read a study the other day that was done by some Norwegian researchers that said that singing is actually linked to improve physical health. Did you know that, Lil? I'm sure you do, because it boosts yeah. oxygen levels in the blood, and Absolutely. then and then it is also has psychological benefits, as I'm sure you felt in that it lowers stress, and boosts yes. the feeling of community. So you're getting yes. all of that by being a part yes. of theater and singing, and yes. it, I'm sure that has supported you on your journey. Oh yeah, I I would not be. I, gosh, theater and music is just who I am. It's what I do. I I met pretty much all of my friends from various shows or choirs or, or wherever. And I just, it's that exactly that sense of community and that, that feeling of being able to get on stage and to be someone else and to share my passion, my love, everything with, with the audience, you know, mm-hmm. whoever happens to be there. If, if I can touch one person with a song or, or a scene in the show, then I've done my job. Beautiful. Know? Follow yeah. your passion, people. Follow your passion. Follow you. Listen to the pretty lady. <laughs> Follow your passion. Brittany, I love it. Thank you so much thank for you, being Brittany. on the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> so appreciate, so appreciate you bringing your wisdom and and continue to spark on, sister. You're doing a phenomenal job. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
And next up, do you ever wonder what would happen if you embarked on one of those packed diet food programs that take the guesswork out of a meal plan? Mm. Well, a recent study from the International Journal of Obesity is going to give us the lowdown on whether these programs are a good or terrible idea. You're listening to Spark People Radio, reminding you, in the words of Oscar Wilde, to love yourself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. At Bridgestone, we say our passion for performance knows no bounds. But what does that mean? Well, it means that we're so passionate about tire technology that sometimes we find ourselves wondering what would happen if we applied that passion elsewhere. Like, say, cookware. Yeah. Tire tread saute pans or polymer road-hugging oven mitts. Or, or what about cutlery cut from cutting-edge tire technology? Or how about we just stick to tires? Because really, tires are what we know best. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. You're listening to Spark People Radio, and if you ever need a little kickstart to get you back on track, to give you a much-needed gentle push in the right direction, please tune in to us, because we want to make your road to your healthiest self paved with joy and fun and a feeling of personal empowerment that lasts all week. I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And are you ever confused as the best way to lose weight? Or been tempted to try those pre-packaged meals that have it all laid out mm. for you? Well, there was a recent study in the International Journal of Obesity that examined whether people would lose more weight on their own sticking to a prescribed calorie goal or by eating prepackaged diet foods that totaled the same number of daily calories. Yeah, and the story apparently was picked up by the news outlets with an eye-catching headline that read, Packaged Diet Foods May Spur More Weight Loss. Yeah. Well, that's all that everyone needed to get the yeah. uh, fury going. Easier and laid out for you plans sound like a good sure. idea, right? Make it easy. And we all love that. Exactly. And so one of the studies, in this study, our Spark blogger wanted to dig a little deeper because she thought... She wasn't know, buying it. She, that's exactly she was correct. Not buying it, literally. <laughs> or figuratively. <laughs> so according to the study, there were these subjects who basically ate these prepackaged meals. Uh-huh. They were said to have lost more. But what they didn't talk about in the study, which our blogger went into, our little super sleuth slash, who was that, uh, who was that guy, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Ah, Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. But of course, Sherlock right. Holmes. I'm a little slow today. The ultimate classic de- detective. <laughs> yeah, she she ripped it apart. She gave some really great notes in her blog as to why we're not supposed to believe that these prepackaged foods actually help you lose weight. The one that really stuck out for me was when she commented that after the 26 uh, weeks of eating this prepackaged food, as Mm -hmm. the study had the people do, that you had to go back to your normal way of eating and that you hadn't had the training and and the um, information on how to eat appropriately kind of throws you off when you have your food just given to you in specific sizes and specific meals. Yeah. And uh, it's not a normal way to eat. You have to do something that for the long term you're going to be able to sustain. That's exactly right. It's a, it's a whole lifestyle change, but not a painful one where you deny yourself all your favorite foods. It's about learning to eat in moderation. And the other one that I thought, I, I smelled a fish on this one, and this is something that she pointed out, is that... The entire study was sponsored by Metafast, uh, which is a company uh, that sells the prepackaged diet foods. Go they figure. provided the participants. Mm-hmm. They funded the whole thing. Yeah. And you know, this is this is what we basically call in life a serious conflict 
of interest. I would say the ultimate. Yeah. 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 You really want to be sure that when you're reading a study that you figure out who is funding the study. That's exactly right. Because I think people sometimes jump on these these articles that come out and it's important that we do our homework like our lovely blogger did. That's exactly right. Because this study basically was designed to make Metafast come out on top. You know, and that's that's not fair. And, and let's face it, you know, highly processed foods simply lack fresh ingredients. And we all know it's not rocket science. The fresher the food that we're eating, the better it is for our bodies. That's exactly right. Bottom line, friends, if you can't stick to it for a lifetime, it's just not a good idea. That's right. You know, a better plan is learning how to listen to your body rather than to your mind, the mind that's always hungry, and learn the skills to cope with the stress that's leading you to eat food you're truly not hungry for. So the quick fix is sell because we all want the easier route. And they're expensive. Yeah, yeah. But sadly, they rarely work. You know, it's like fixing a broken pipe with duct tape. Oh. It'll help you to solve the problem temporarily, but when you get back from your vacation and the whole kitchen's flooded, oh boy. You're in for a lot more problems. Good metaphor, Lil. Good yeah. metaphor. So permanent solutions, which means learning coping skills uh-huh. and learning how to eat in alliance with your body. Because oh. your body can lead you to your natural weight without dieting. You just have to learn to tune into it on a more intimate level. So, friends, next up, are you confused about the best way to get toned abs? Feeling like all the pain and suffering you're putting into toning your tummy is for naught? Oh, yes. Well, our next guest is going to provide us with the most powerful ways to get a six-pack or even a four-pack or a two-pack. Bring it. You're listening to Spark People Radio. And whenever you feel like you're needing a high-powered pep talk, please remember to connect with us. We've got your back every step of the way. Barrett Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auction, celebrates their inaugural auction at Hot August Nights 2013 in Reno, Nevada. It's August 8th through the 11th. Join thousands in the event that takes over the town. Hundreds of amazing vehicles will cross the auction block at Hot August Nights. That's August 8th through the 11th in Reno, Nevada. Tickets are available at BarrettJackson.com. That's BarrettJackson.com. You're listening to Spark People Radio. And if you ever need a little kickstart to get you back on track, to give you a much-needed gentle push in the right direction, please tune in to us because we want to make your road to your healthiest self paved with joy and fun and a feeling of personal empowerment that lasts all week long. Because that's just how we roll. <laughs> I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And we are once again delighted to have with us the wonderful, the charming, the sweet, the funny, the kind, and the smart Nicole Nichols. <laughs> We're crazy about her. Can you tell? <laughs> Who's going to be helping us? Go, go on, Nicole, sweetheart. I cut you off. What were you going to say? I was just say, this is just great for my self-esteem. Yeah, to you come call on us here. anytime. <laughs> We're the right gals to call. We're we the wee girls to call. We pride ourselves on we it. We just tell it like it is. And, That's all we do. And it's true. So it makes it really easy. And Nicole, we're especially psyched to have you with us today because you're going to be talking about a subject that's near and dear to our hearts. As you know, Karen and I are approaching 50. Dun, dun, dun. And, uh, you know, the truth is 50... 50, uh, it's a new experience for both of us. It's a new experience for us. We need all the support we can get, Nicole. And there are numerous advantages in being 50. You can just ask any 100-year-old. Absolutely. And they will tell you. (laughs) And one of the things we're seeing is that our bodies are shifting. 
And the area that seems to be an issue for a lot of women, including us, is our abdominal area. And we're so psyched to have you. (laughs) Exactly. So we're psyched to have you here to give us some of the tips on how to stay firm in that area. And not just for aesthetics, but because when your stomach is strong, that means your back is strong. And that is going to support you in moving lightly and easily through life and having more energy. So thanks for being with us. And please give us some guidance on how to make sure that our abs stay nice and strong. We're not talking sure. six pack. We're not going to get crazy. Four or two, but we're talking just, just about firm. a little firm. A little That's tone. reasonable. That's right. This is one of my favorite topics. I am a Pilates instructor. And so I think about the core. I'm, you know, educating people on exercising their core and their abs all the time, and there's so many just myths about it and miscommunications of things that are getting passed around and what to do or what you shouldn't do. Um, so I thought it would be really good to go over some of, like, those common mistakes. Great idea. That generally, they've got the best of intentions. Um, they want to have a firmer stomach. They focus on their abs, but they're not getting the results they want, and usually it's for a few reasons. Um, one of the most common mistakes is that we tend to overdo one type of exercise when it comes to the abs. And what is that? Anyone uh, guess? I'm, I'm going to say sit-ups. Yep. Crunches. Sit-ups, crunches. crunches. <laughs> Either one. Same type of thing. Um, and these work just one muscle of the abdominals. And your abdominals are made up of multiple different muscle groups. And they get engaged by doing different types of movement. If you are sitting, standing, lying down, obviously you can do a lot more than crunch forward, right? You can move side to side, you can move back, and we should be working our muscles in all those different directions. So crunches are okay, but they're definitely not the best exercise you can be doing, especially if what you want is a more firmer or flatter abdomen. I so wish you had told me this about 20 years ago, Nicole. I'm sitting over here looking She's at Karen. My, my eyes are like saucers in my head. Exactly. Say all that what? <laughs> Come again, Nicole. No, hey, I'm... it's good. It's good because it means you don't have to do 100 or okay. 500 good. or whatever. People it's a whole new world, Lil. It's a anymore. whole new world. <laughs> um, what is really the best kind of exercise that's going to help flatten and pull in those abdominals is Please. targeting the muscles underneath those rectus abdominis Uh and that's your transverse ab if you were to like brace your stomach like imagine someone's going to punch you in the stomach right now you feel that bracing that pull in i got it that's quite a visual (laughs) i'm a little nervous so (laughs) that's your transverse abdominis and when that muscle gets trained your abdomen comes in flatter and the best way to do it is through bracing type exercises like plank Or, you know, maybe you'll do those exercises where you're on hands and knees and you lift your opposite arm and leg. You're bracing that way, right? Uh And none of these are super intense or tons and tons of repetitions. It just takes, you know, consistently doing it over time. So I always tell people, if you're going to do one exercise for your abs, make it the plank. That's going to help (sighs) tighten and firm that transverse abdominus and pull everything in a little bit flatter. Also, just a super functional move. It works your back and everything else at the same time. I don't know whether to hug you or judge you right now, (laughs) or cry just a little with all those crunches we've done. No, we're talking to Coach Nicole. I'm Karen Hudson. And I'm Lily Hills. And you're listening to Spark People Radio. I'm Karen Hudson. And I'm Lily Hills. And we're talking to Coach Nicole about some new ways to address uh, the firming of the abdomen. And you know, Nicole. The toning of the tummy, if you will. The toning of the tummy, which we all want to (laughs) do. And it's interesting, Nicole, what you were saying about crunches being uh, not not the most beneficial. I've noticed when I do too many of those that I do create a muscle there that kind of sticks out. And that's not exactly my favorite 
way from my. It's not what she's looking for. It's not what I'm looking for. It's not her goal. For the flat. Here's here's another little tip related to that, and it really comes from Pilates principles. Uh In Pilates, in every exercise, even if it's a basic kind of curl up like a crunch, you are actively and consciously sinking in with the belly button. Uh So even as you're flexing the abs, you're thinking about pulling in and not allowing that muscle to puff up. Like you, like you're talking about. That's a and good that distinction. Also is another great way to train that transverse abs and keep pulling everything in. Okay, that makes perfect sense. So, will you tell us how long we have to do the plank <laughs> in order to start <laughs> what are we to in see for, results? Nicole? Yeah, exactly. What are we in for? Here's what I say about abs or core training. Now, be kind. You, you <laughs> should train your abs like you would any other muscle in your body. So that means a reasonable number of repetitions and you just do it a few days a week, right? What you don't need to do is do like days or 30 minutes or an hour just of abs training. If you're doing that, you're not being really effective. Just a few really good repetitions of an exercise is is all you really need. That's comforting. Um, So so in the plank, for example, um, it's great to be able to work your way up to being able to hold a plank for at least a minute. That is really hard for a lot of people if you're not used to it. So you'll start with as long as you can go, and you can do it on your knees as well in a modified position, and work your way up to a nice minute of being able to hold and breathe without shaking. If you start shaking a lot, then I would rest, and then you build up over time. A lot of people then, once they get to one, they're going to slowly progress it. Three minutes, in my opinion, is a really excellent level of core strength. Wow. If you can work your way up to that over time. All right. And that's it, all it really takes. If you got to stop the mind yes. from complaining, yeah. oh my God, when will this be over? And cursing Coach Nicole. <laughs> no, we wouldn't do that. Put on your favorite song and put on a little timer that's a great and that's way all to do you'll need. That's manageable. That's totally manageable. And so Coach Nicole, for, for the lower belly, for the lower stomach area, I know that the, the, current, the um, plank is great. Is there another one that specifically targets that lower stomach? Actually, this is this is one of those kind of myths out there. Um, your abs are all engaged the whole time in any exercise that you do that targets the abs. Sometimes you might feel it in the upper middle person and portion, and sometimes you feel it more in the lower portion. But even exercises that are said to target your lower belly are also targeting the entire abdominal wall. Uh-huh. So you don't have to do anything specific there. And really what it comes down to, it's not strength. It's not for lack of strength. So we generally have a little bit of that low belly fat. It's excess body fat, you know. And uh-huh. for women, I know we hate it, but it's kind of, it's like I tell people it's kind of a given. This is what women look like. This is where we store our fat. Especially you just, you just pulled older. the mask You're off You're just me trying to make us feel better, <laughs> Nicole. That's how nice oh. you are. It is what it is, you know, and the only way to ever really get rid of lower abdominal fat is to really rein it in a lot with the calories and increase your cardio with burning fat. Now you're just being mean, Nicole. At least least you haven't used the phrase muffin top, but I'm grateful for you for that. Because that visual is just something I do not want. I tell women they just have to be realistic. Very, very few women have little to no belly fat especially in that lower abdominal region. And it takes, you know, for most people, it takes like some hardcore, very intense calorie cutting and cardio 
you know, very consistently to get it. And I mean, for me personally, it's not worth it. I'm not going to put okay. in that kind of strain and deprivation yeah. for myself. I'm going to go with that. You know, to have, I like just it. to have, you know, a flatter belly. But yeah. the good thing is you can train your core. You can flatten it in. You can definitely be strong and functional and very healthy and fit even with a little bit of a layer of fat right there. I love it. That's a a much healthier attitude. I'm going with that. I'm now going to become the plank queen. So thank you for that guidance. (laughs) And thanks for being with us, Coach Nicole. You're always a joy and a delight. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. You're listening to Spark People Radio. And please friend us if you're so inclined. We We want to stay connected to our amazing Spark family. And that's you. Is your car talking to you? Do you hear a squeal when you step on the brake pedal? Chances are, this is the brake pad wear indicator telling you that it's time to replace those brake pads. Your Haynes manual will lead you through this relatively easy procedure. Over 400 Haynes manuals are offered covering most vehicles on the road. For information on a repair manual for your car, go to Haynes.com. That's Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S dot com. You're listening to Spark People Radio, supporting our listeners in learning the healthy, permanent, and pleasurable approach to getting into the best shape of your life. I'm Lily Hill. And I'm Karen Hudson. And the question we want to ask you is this one. Do you have a quick fix dieter in your life? Individuals that are always trying the latest diet fad or the fast weight loss pill? And are you ever tempted to tell them, hey, you got it wrong. Don't do that. What are you, crazy? What are you thinking? (laughs) And a, and a recent blog post on Spark People covered the do I or don't I tell the quick fix dieters they're making a mistake. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, as adults, uh-huh. none of us like to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. So it's often I know not I met. It's true. It's often not met with, hey, thanks so much for thinking I'm about try me. that now. <laughs> well, and especially I think as, as human beings, we resist being uncomfortable. So if we can have a diet approach that is apparently quick and easy and fast and won't make us feel uncomfortable, we're going to, we're going to gravitate towards that. Yeah. You know, I think the idea is that sometimes you have to be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. You have to be willing to, you have to get, what is it, Lil? You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh You have to make friends with that to figure out what is that feeling telling me about the way that I'm thinking. That's a big piece of it. And that's part of the reason that diets don't work is because they don't address the root of the issue. They don't address why we're eating food we're not hungry for. One of the biggest challenges with dieting is the fact that it doesn't work both from a physiological and a psychological perspective. So from a physical perspective, and this is something you might want to share with those that are open to it in your life, if you go on a diet and you reduce your caloric intake too much, let's say you go from 2,000 calories to 1,000 calories, your body interprets that as a famine. Uh And it literally slows your metabolism down to help you to maintain what you have. It goes back to our our earliest biology as human beings. We've talked about this on the show before, but it's worth reiterating because sometimes even in spite of the evidence, we'll, we'll be tempted to go back to a diet. But if your metabolism slowed down, the minute you go back to eating normally, you know how you usually gain the weight back? Uh Uh-huh. That's exactly why. Yeah, that, that, that hits home. When you bring up that, process that your body goes through it shuts down it basically it slows down slows down yeah it slows down because it thinks it's in famine mode yeah that's right that's exactly it and so the whole key is 
reminding people that are going on those fad diets, once you ask permission, because here's one of the keys to giving feedback to people, once they're excited about something, you don't want to be that damp rag the that naysayer. says, don't do it. Debbie Downer. Exactly. Mwah, mwah, they, mwah. People want you to be excited and pump them up. Yeah. And so here's a great way to approach it. You might want to say something like, you know, I'll support you in anything you're excited about. I'll support you 100%. But I want you to know this information about dieting so you can choose whether or not this is really the best route for you in the long run. And whenever you ask permission of someone, that really opens the door for them to really hear you rather than just offering unsolicited advice. That's a great distinction. Being gracious. Beautiful. Being gracious around it. So, Lily, what do you do? What do you say to clients of yours and people that say, well, how can I resist the urge to binge on those foods that I love? Because I know in your your program, you say you can eat anything, just don't eat a lot of it. So what do you say to those people that say, well, I love it so much, it's hard for me to resist eating as much as I want of it or as, you know, in, in larger quantities because I can't stop. Mm-hmm. I love it so mm-hmm. much. That's a tricky one. And so what I always recommend is for the foods that are the biggest triggers for you, If you have them outside of the house and you have to go and get them, then that makes a big difference. More effort involved. More effort involved. And also, you want to be talking to yourself in what I call the out loud voice. You want to be saying out loud so you can hear yourself clearly because Uh if it's happening internally, you can't hear yourself as much. Use the out loud voice and say, do I really want this more than I want to be living at my healthiest weight? Good question. And if you really want it, go and get it. Choose a moderate portion and eat it as slowly as you possibly can, enjoying every bite. Also a good recommendation. Because it'll it'll leave you feeling satisfied. Uh-huh. And that's the feeling you're looking for. And if you tell yourself you can't have it, that's another thing about diets, why they don't work. It leads to a backlash effect. You feel deprived. Exactly. So you don't want to feel deprived. You want to say, I can eat this, but in moderation. Oh, beautiful. That's the key. Love that's it. That's the key. Great so advice. Don't judge other people for trying those crazy diets. Uh-uh, we're I all tried figuring everyone. this out together. That's exactly No correct. judgment. No judgment here. So again, the best way to handle this is to be an example of how your program, which is listening to your body and moving your body and taking care of yourself, is the best way to lose weight in the long run. You'll inspire others with that game plan. That's exactly right. So that's it for this week's Spark Friends. You now have some additional information that's going to support you in getting healthier and happier starting now. So please take what we suggested and practice it this week. And we'll be back next week with more tips and tricks and cool rules and tools to make your journey easier and more fun. Until then, spark on. Is your favorite driving music on your Android phone? Do you or a friend have an iPad or an iPhone? Well, now you can sync all of them to your car with ease with Kenwood, the number one mobile electronics brand in the country. With Kenwood, you can connect either your iPhone or Android smartphone and control everything by touchscreen. Learn more by visiting liveconnecteddriveconnected.com and to find a Kenwood dealer near you.